0: Man, I didn't think it would be so controversial
1: You're just using it wrong, that's all
0: (laughs) No, no, no I'm using it correctly, I'm just I I eat differently I'm speaking correctly Alright You don't sound convinced I'm not (laughs) I explained this to you
1: already Alright, I live in different culture Here dinner is at 9 So um, And uh, when you go out yeah, man, that's that that's yeah, weird. But when yeah. I when I don't go out, I eat my dinner at six. But it's still my dinner, and no,
0: that's that's still late. Lunch to
1: eat. is three, not dinner.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. If if you eat lunch, you do it at like noon. At noon, I eat my second breakfast. I, I, I don't do that. Second breakfast is called brunch. Yeah. Also, you don't do it at noon. Yeah, Come I eat on. my breakfast at nine. Brunch at noon, uh,
1: lunch at three, and dinner at six. If I go out, dinner at nine with friends. That's it.
0: No, 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 I I eat breakfast at eight, brunch possibly at like 10 or 11, I eat dinner at two or three, and then I, I don't eat for the rest of the day. Maybe some snack if I feel like it, or maybe a supper, uh, like at nine, but a small meal, not dinner.
1: There is no such thing as supper.
0: There, <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> great. Uh, so, uh, so this, so this, this podcast episode is about, um, is about meal definitions
0: <laughs> and technology. And technology. <laughs> Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books we read and want to share with you. As well as technology
1: and productivity, which is what we do by day working on our app Nozbe. Or whatever else comes to mind. And we've been doing this for the last 100 episodes and counting.
0: This is the podcast 101.
1: 101. <laughs> exactly. Sounds really cool. <laughs> podcast
0: 101. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast 101. Yeah. Right uh before we begin um we should mention that uh we we didn't have an episode um two weeks ago. We didn't plan to have a break but the logistics of recording abroad and then we decided for some reason to also record a video of that, which I think was just a waste waste of time and then it took us like two days to get it transferred because like many gigabyte uh you know files to our editor. And then like it just it, it didn't work out. And now uh, we're finally both in Europe. Um, I'm still kind of jet lagged, I just I, I got back yesterday, but I, I think we're good. Yeah, we're
1: back in our home offices, so the usual uh, recording studios. And apparently you fixed your mic by just smashing it, so it's good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's good. Um, and I think this week we should discuss what happened uh, last week or two weeks ago, which is uh, what happened at WWDC. Um, so, essentially, uh, what what Apple has announced, um
1: or more like what happens, what Apple announced, and how it impacts us, and what excites us. So we won't be just right. discussing everything because you can get it in any technol- technological podcast. We will just be talking about our impressions from WWDC.
0: Right, we, we won't be discussing the, the news too much Like we assume that if you're interested in this you, you probably know the news But we wanted to give our own commentary On, on what, what we think is relevant about this What excites us And what uh, we didn't get Like what is not in the news uh, but, but my number one thing I wanted to ask you is Whether you, Michael, got the iPad respect you deserve
1: Yeah, I got some respect, yeah I got some. I got a lot of respect, actually, because this was like the iOS 11, the iPad only edition. Mm-hmm. You know, I, w- I would call it the iPad only edition because, uh, like, it was very nice in the keynote. First, they started with I- iOS 11, some cool features, but then they said, "But there's like the whole thing for the iPad," and they started to, like giving like a lot more features for the for the iPad. So for me, it was exactly what I am not. I mean. I can't say exactly what I wanted because I didn't actually know what I wanted. I mean, but it was exactly the kind of respect I wanted. So this kind of, you know, stress on the iPad, on the iPad productivity, on, on making iPad better, uh, mm-hmm. a more, a more, a more um, powerful um, workhorse, a more powerful computer. And with that, as a bonus, I got new iPad hardware, which is smoking cool. So uh, yeah, yeah, really, really fantastic.
0: It's, it's almost surprising how uh, how close Federico Vittici was with his um, kind of predictions or, or his, um, you know, what he wanted out of iOS 11 for iPad. Uh, how closely this matches to what we actually got.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially the drag and drop. Uh, I think this is just like magical and it, it even works kind of on the iPod Touch uh, where I have my iOS 11. Um, mm-hmm. So really f- fun, fantastic. And uh, like all the way like you know the floating window the the you know the the new dock uh, like all these yeah. things uh, that just uh, and and really the drag and drop you know between split screen apps it's just it's just phenomenal i mean this is something i've been you know wanting for so for so long and there were so many hacks to do it and suddenly it's just there and uh, uh, yeah i can't wait to 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 start using it um yeah it's it's just yeah phenomenal
0: yeah i'm really curious as well to see how how this this fares in, in in reality. Like like how um how, how good it is in practice. And I don't mean just drag and drop, which which looks super cool and so much more advanced um than the drag and drop you can do on the Mac just because you you get to use multiple fingers at the same time. So like it's just it blows my mind how you can literally start multiple drag sessions at the same time, like independent dragging sessions between like different apps. Like this is this is amazing. Like
1: yeah, you just pick it up. You know, you just pick it up with one finger, and then just with the other finger, start adding yeah. stuff to it, and then just yeah. move it there. It's just amazing. It's yeah, just, yeah you, magical. You,
0: you, you can't do it on the Mac. Like the only interaction you can do while drag is in progress is you can scroll and you can do um, like key um, keyboard shortcuts. But like you don't have a second pointer, right? Uh, so 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 this is really cool, and like a lot of iPad improvements. It seems like this is this is iOS like iPad edition, uh, just like you said, uh, there's a bunch of, like, the, the, there's not a lot of um, obvious user-facing stuff on the iPhone. Like, it, it also seems like this this year we got a lot of technology, a lot of infrastructure. There's a lot of new capabilities in iOS 11 that um, will impact what kinds of apps are possible to build uh, and also, like, performance and other things. But there's very few things outside of iPad, which are like directly visible to the users and not through apps that will be possible to to have.
1: Yeah, we'll discuss them a little bit later, but I want to just keep call- talking about the iPad for a second. Yeah. So they, they gave us iPad hardware, which we already like, kind of saw in the rumors rumor sites. So the 10.5 inch suddenly appeared mm-hmm. um, with uh, smaller bezels. So um, it's really cool because the... the, the Overall size of the iPad has not changed a lot. It's a little bit, just slightly bigger, but the mm-hmm. screen size is twenty percent more. So, um, of course, I ordered it or- already in the first week. And um, the, the the funny thing was that I ordered it um, uh, to my parents' house because my parents are coming to visit me, and I wanted to just have it, you know, already, you know, ordered and you know, uh, and my parents, you know, that for them to pick it up. Well, and and the estimate time of delivery was the 19th of June, which, mm. is, uh, uh, which is like three days from now, from when we, when we are recording. It's the 16th when, when, when we're recording. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, it's, it's slightly controversial because on 19th, they will receive it. And on the 21st, they will, um, they will be flying to, to visit me. But I said, you know, it sh- we should make it. So I ordered it online. <laughs> and the best part is that my father, you know, FaceTimed me on the June uh, 13th. So the first wow. day of the iPad launch, and he 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 showed me the, the, the box, and he said, you know, we already have it. So actually, Apple <laughs> shipped it to me on the on the launch day, so I could have had it on the launch day, <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, so uh, I, Apple was uh, faster than than ever with this. So um, my father already has this iPad waiting for me, so I'm just I can't wait. And um, when they uh, bring me the iPad, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna just right off the bat, I'm gonna install iOS 11 on it so i'm yep. not going to just even wait uh, and try to work on it with ios 10 uh, i have ios 10 on my you know ipad pro 9.7 and i'm going to keep it there for stability, you know, purposes for a second. Mm-hmm. But if if after a while with iOS 11, I'm going to be productive and getting stuff done on the on the 10 10.5 inch, uh, I'm just going to ditch the 9.7 entirely and so just sell it. So um, I'm going to be using the beta, I mean the beta, the alpha beta, I mean the, the early versions of iOS 11, the dev versions yeah. right from the bat. I'm just not, not going to even, you know, wait one day.
0: Yeah, as far as I'm hearing, the, the first beta is not very good, which is to be expected. But, you know, um, it, it shouldn't be that bad um, in one or, or, or two months. Um, well, I I mentioned a couple of episodes ago that if Apple really does release a new iPad and a whole new you know bunch of stuff for the iPad on iOS, I'll probably buy one. Uh, I haven't done that yet because it's not yet available. Today, I, I called my reseller and asked for it. They don't have it yet. They don't know when it's it's coming. But um, I got to play with the new iPad uh, on you know right after the keynote uh, on WDC for a few seconds, and it was really cool. Like uh, definitely bigger screen. And the 120 hertz display looked quite amazing, though I didn't have a comparison, so I I, I can't you know I, I don't have direct right comparison to uh to make sure this isn't just placebo but from what i'm hearing it it actually is pretty amazing yeah um, i'm
1: going to i'm going to test it i think for the first day maybe on ios 10 just to see the, just to compare yeah. the the iPads but then i'm going to just install you know uh, ios 11 there um and hopefully like by 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 next week uh, maybe there will be another version of the beta so maybe it will be already yeah. slightly improved because i, I would ac- expect monday Yeah, as far as I remember, like last year, they were really iterating fast. They were like every two weeks there was a new beta version. I think so. uh, They should be pretty fast with that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Well, it it really seems like they um, they waited on on that hardware to announce it because uh, it's it's great, but it's not such an obvious win with iOS 10. Like Mm -hmm. it, it really seems that the the iPad story. Is not just the new hardware. The new hardware is is nice, but it's the new hardware coupled with iOS 11 that that makes for this this new iPad, which is supposed to be again like much more compelling as a work tool, as a as a real general purpose computer, and, and not the kind of toy you used to uh, play with for years.
1: Yeah, but uh, if you are in a, like if you are shopping for an iPad now, yeah. I, mean, oh, yeah. I mean you sure. can already get it, and yeah, as you said, you will unlock the all the bonus features when you get iOS 11 in the fall. But uh, it's already whether iOS 10, it's gonna be substantially better than the one that we have now. It's faster than the 120 Hertz thing, you know, like lots of things. And um, like people have been asking me and you actually asked me about, you know, the specs that, uh, you know, the, what, what should be the default specs to order it. Of course, the, the, the basic model is already fine with 64 gigabytes. It's already yeah. okay. But I wouldn't do it because um, it's you know it's it, you know it can get you know uh, full pretty quickly I have a 32 gigabyte iPad pro 9.7 and it's constantly full and I just I'm, I'm just suffering but I just ordered it because it was was supposed to be my dev tool so my recommendation go with 256 gigabyte uh, model because it's just middle of the range 256 gigabytes, it's a lot so you won't really f- you know no. like it's really hard you, you, to you won't run out. No, you won't run out. It's, it's, it's impossible. So, um, so go with that one. And of course, I mean, go with LTE 4G, like cellular version. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, many people are like, no, I have Wi-Fi in many places. Yeah, I understand. I, I, I get it. But the magic of the LTE iPad, of the you know, cellular version of the iPad, is the fact that it's always online. And mm-hmm. right now you don't even have to buy a SIM card, you can just, you know, order a, a, a SIM, I mean, I mean a gigabyte plan directly from the, from the uh, settings screen through Apple, and it's, pre- it's getting pretty cheap right now, so really... The magic of having the iPad online all the time and just pull out in the cafe. You don't even ask for the Wi-Fi password and then complain that the Wi-Fi sucks in this cafe or whatever. You just pull it out. You just work on it. You close it down. Like, the moment I I, I got the LTE iPad and it was, I think, my th- iPad 3 was with LTE, I was just... It was just m- Blown away that I stopped caring about the Wi-Fi, you know, around around me. I was just I could I, I would, yes I did use Wi-Fi in my home office, but everywhere else I was just using the iPad. I was online all the time, and it was just it just worked magically. So, really, uh, it 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 hurts me that it's hundred thirty dollars more. It shouldn't yeah. be that much money, but of course Apple has the margins. They have to satisfy the shareholders. Uh, but I would I mean but anyway, hundred thirty uh, dollars. Use it, spend it, and you will—you know—you'll will thank me later. It's just—it's just a different experience. It's just a magical experience, and and now especially with uh, roaming charges and things like that, it's—it's it's just you can use the iPad, the the gigabytes that you buy directly from Apple, especially through through this uh, offering, you can just use this anywhere in the world. So for me, I ordered my, you know, uh, data plan here uh, in my home and uh, home country. And I went to, to the States and I kept using iPad. I was online all the time. I just didn't care about Wi-Fi or anything like that. So it's really, really great. Um, yeah, so that's my recommendation. 256 gigabytes with cellular. Get this one.
0: What Michael referred to with the roaming uh, stuff is is that out of um, as of June 15th, uh, 2017 inside European Union there are no there's supposed to be no roaming charges uh, for uh, for cellular connections so if, if I have my Polish sim card and I'm anywhere else in the EU I can just use uh, my, my data I can you know make phone calls text and it, it doesn't cost me more which is what it was what what it should have always been like roaming is such a thing of, of the past um, so, so this is great uh, as for LTE I asked you about this, about recommendation, like, should I get it, because, like, I can always uh, tether to my iPhone, it's fine, right, uh, and you were like, um, like, you replied jet-lagged at 4 a.m., at, at think about this, um, if you could have a Mac, which was always online and had LTE, would you get it? Exactly. And that was to me, like, oh... Right. Like it, it it wouldn't like it wouldn't even be a question.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I I I, <laughs> I didn't know how, how I didn't know how I came up with this question, but uh, it was like, I think it spoke to your heart right now. I mean, because then you know yeah this did. would be magical to have your Mac online all the time, everywhere.
0: It would be magical so. because tethering works, but it's annoying to set up. Uh like it, it always takes me like you know, a couple of minutes to get it to work and it drains the battery so fast um, on the iPhone so like if I'm going to use it for more than a, 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 sh- a short while then I also need like a cable to connect it to my Mac or to a power bank or something like that so that it doesn't run out of battery um, ugh right?
1: Yeah, I mean, and especially with the 10.5 inch, which uh, again, this is my recommendation um, for people who really appreciate the iPad because the, t- the 12.9 inch is the, 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 the bigger iPad. For me, it's just too big. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's clumsy to, u- to use it and especially clumsy yeah. in the vertical mode. It's just too big. Um, and and uh, the 10.5 inch, the smaller one, it's really e- easy to carry. So for me, I, I have this messenger bag and I always carry it with me, um, the iPad, which we discussed in one of the shows previously. The thing is, I just pull it out. I just check something online and just hide it. So, like, there is this yeah. no, 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 this, like, there is no barrier of entry, no setting up, as you said, hotspot or, you know, tethering or things like that, no, nothing yeah. like that, asking for Wi Fi password. No, no, you just pull it out, use it, close it down. It's just, you know, it's magical. It's, it's, it's how it's, how the iPad should be.
0: Yeah. One thing I'm disappointed about with the new iPad, the 10.5 inch, is that it didn't have what we, Thought it would have Which is the resolu- the screen resolution Of iPad Pro On the smaller screen So essentially going to the uh, Pixel density of an iPad Mini Which is the same as the pixel density On an iPhone um, and, and that to me is, is, a, is a bummer Like um, people speculate That oh it's, it's just because uh, It wouldn't be comfortable to use Now I'm sure it wouldn't be comfortable To use for some people um, But Look, I have an iPad Mini, which is has the same number of pixels as the standard 9.7-inch iPad, and it's fine. Like nothing is too small. I can I can tap all the places just fine. And what they they could have done is have this large amount of pixels, but then have a setting, uh, kind of as an accessibility or just preference uh, setting, to have. You know everything as big as on the standard iPad. This is how it is on an iPhone uh, Plus. I, I'm I'm not sure if, if it isn't even part of the the setup process that you choose if you want to have lots of stuff or everything big, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, to me, it seems like a missed opportunity. Now I'm I'm sure they had a prototype of that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe once you get bigger than. The, um, 7.9 inches of an iPad mini maybe it, it starts becoming um, you know it, it it just it isn't as comfortable anymore but to me it feels like everything is kind of too big on an iPad like one that now that I'm used to, to an iPad mini like I want a bigger iPad because I want to have a lot more space not just a little more space like that 10.5 uh, inch has a little bit more space but like a lot more space so it, it seems like it's, it's just like you know it it's a waste to have um to not have more pixels
1: yeah, I'm also a little bit bummed by this i mean i also expected uh, to have uh, a proper like double mini <laughs> uh, screen size um uh, and so the other you know thing is that if you have two apps in split screen fifty fifty percent on the ten point five inch they're not ipad size apps they're iphone size apps so they are really actually yeah. you know smaller and different apps uh, you can see it from safari for example how it looks like uh, and on the 9, 12.9 inch they are fully blown ipad apps uh, fully blown just smaller but still <laughs> ipad apps um uh, so there is a difference there is a difference uh, yeah but to me um well there are still many cool things about the the new ipad uh, and the performance yeah. boost and and on ATP, I was listening to the ATP podcast and Marco was uh, laughing that his iPad 10.5 inch right now is more powerful than John Syracuse's 2008 Mac Pro. So, <laughs> it's yeah. amazing, I mean, what this thing uh, is capable of.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I looked at uh, Geekbench uh, results and, you know, uh, as long as, 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 you, as you believe the, the benchmarks, um, it has some impressive numbers. You know, uh, speaking of of, of the screen resolution, um, one cynical explanation of this is that Apple wants to kind of artificially create this um, differentiation between the small iPad and the massive, big, pro, real pro iPad, which is super big and super expensive. And that's why they do it. Um, like maybe they just figured that if it would be exactly the same, just that the other one is bigger, there would be no reason for anyone to buy the bigger one, unless the bigger one also had that many more pixels. But then there would be there would be like an insane, uh, you know, kind of um, screen resolution for this uh, thirteen thirteen inch iPad. I don't know.
1: Yeah, this could be one of the reasons, but I think it's a uh, second reason also, uh, I mean, the other reason would be uh, the econom- economies of scale. This way they have exact same panels, I mean, exact same screens. So sc- screen sheets, you know, with the same density of the, you know, uh, of the, of the pixels, the same density for the Apple Pencil, like, like everything yeah. is the same. They just cut it differently. So for them, economies of scale, it just makes more sense. Um,
0: so, if, I've you know, and... i heard that, but I'm... I'm- I'm I'm not sure if that's fully true. Like I, I I don't know enough about like the manufacturing process to like verify this. I have heard this before, but I'm 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 not sure if this isn't just like an urban legend and and that's not actually how this works and it doesn't matter.
1: I I saw a few videos of of how they do the screens and they're really sheets mm. of of you know stuff. So for them really to have the same type of sheet, it's it's always you know better than have two types of sheets. So okay, like
0: but this but but look, they they already do iPad Mini, so they they already do that. Uh, just on a but smaller they're, scale. They're not going to
1: have Mini for a while, for a long time. I mean, it's going to be discontinued anyway, so uh, they're going to get maybe.
0: Rid of uh, but but that would like that would also suck. Like Mini is is great, not for everything, not not for you. But like it's it's just like why have this massive screen when you, well you can have a smaller screen that can do everything the same, unless you are a pro and you want a bigger screen so you can have more stuff and so that it's wide enough that you can have a, a keyboard that's comfortable to type with. Otherwise. Like I, I I feel like the 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 mini is underappreciated
1: yeah I, I just I just bought the new old mini for for my wife because she had the mini 2 and uh, we decided to upgrade to mini 4 before it disappears yeah. uh, and for her this is the ideal size because it fits her purse i mean most of her purses um uh, without any problem so she really likes to carry it around all the time so um yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's what she uses
0: yeah it, it's it's great that it even fit, it even fits in in most of my like jeans back pockets or like like inside pockets of of some um uh, some some jackets uh, and yeah. because it's so small it just you know you, you can't see it so you can like carry it around without the bag and it's fine yeah
1: that's true all right uh, so uh Thanks to this fact, I, I want to just, you know, there's a confession I want to make, uh, so um, if everything goes well, and well, I will get my, my new iPad uh, next Wednesday, I'm going to configure it with I- iOS 11, it's going to work, and after a while I'm just going to totally forget the other iPad I have, I'm going to just uh, be using uh, I- the iOS 11 beta iPad 10.5 inch, I'm going to sell both of my other iPad Pros. So, here's the confession. Finally, I'm wow. going to get rid of, of some of the iPads from this household. So, I'm going to sell the, the 12.9 S- inch.
0: So, you're, you're just going to have four iPads then?
1: In, in the home. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I'm just going to have four. Yeah. So, just right. uh, that's, my that's wife's, my, two of my kids, and mine, yes. So, and not... Oh.
0: 7 or 6 or something. So, um wait, 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 wait. So, so, so just you, like you will actually have just one iPad.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's a big step, Michael.
1: Yeah, uh, that's why this is this this big confession. I'm going to have the the, 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 gigantic iPad Pro. I'm going to have the small one. I'm going to sell both of these. I'm going to just keep this one size.
0: So uh, I would be very interested to discuss in a month or two or or after iOS 11 is actually released um, like how how do you feel about this in terms of like your productivity on an iPad as a as a real device and also my impressions of uh, of, of, of this uh, because like it seems like so many things that were missing have been fixed but fixing those will just uncover the stuff that is still missing. <laughs> uh, so I'm, 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 I'm sure like, it happens every year on .wc. There's a period of excitement and then there's a little bit of um, disappointment for the stuff that's, that's still not there or that hasn't been implemented quite right.
1: You know, the thing that frustrates me uh, with the iPad productivity in the technology field is the fact that really lots of technology writers, um, I'm, and, and I don't blame them, they're just used to the Mac way. Uh, the way, you know, you use the Mac. And really, even with all these improvements in iOS 11, with all these cool new features, uh, to to, to shift, to be able to use the iPad only, or iPad as your main machine, you still really need to adjust. You still need to really uh, change the way you work and think of your computer. It's like, I keep repeating it. When when I had to, I mean, really, for me, it was a big deal when I had to switch from Windows to Mac. To the Mac OS 10, uh, it was like I had to rethink lots of things. How I was, you know, using lots of apps and lots of things, uh, the workflows, and it's the same with the iPad. iPad still, even with the Files app that they announced, iPad still is app based and not file based. I mean, they just made it easier to use the files, but it's still app based and it's still like a different, you know, workflow. And um, it it has right now the keyboard shortcuts and things like that. Lots of different things. But on the other hand, iPad is a pleasure to use. I mean, with a touchscreen, it's just, you're touching lots of things and it's just easier to use lots of, lots of things. And it's just, you know, it's a pleasure. It's, it's fun. Um, but really, to start working on the iPad, to start really appreciating the iPad, you have to change your mindset. You have to start you know, thinking a bit differently. Uh, I explained this in my iPad-only book and my articles on my blog, we'll link to these articles as well, that mm-hmm. you have to just move to the cloud entirely. You have to just, you know, there are lots of adjustments that you have to make and people kind of expect that, I'm gonna just have this iPad and magically I'm gonna be able to be productive on it, you know, without actually changing anything about the way I work. And I'm sorry, this is not the case. Like for, for the newcomers, it, it, it is the case because the newcomers, people who are not really proficient with computers, for them it's just easier, you, ha- you, you, you tap things and it, and it just works. But for people who have ingrained Mac workflows and, and they're just technology journalists especially, it, they, they are so old school that for them it's really hard to imagine that it takes time and it takes readjustments. They, do, they don't want to do that. So so I just read a few articles a few re- reviews of the of the new iPad Pros <laughs> still saying you know it's still this and it's still you know and I will still need the Mac for that and for that maybe you will maybe you won't <laughs> very often uh, the things you say you will need a Mac for you don't need a Mac anymore but you're not even you know you don't even care to check you don't even care to to see how you could you know get these things done so it's just you know this technology journalism has this problem of of, of of being a little bit stuck with this thinking and not appreciating the, 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 the iPad world. And the new ones, the newcomers, people who, for them, you know, the iPad is the new thing, they just take it, use it and enjoy it.
0: Well, I don't know. I remain spe- skeptical. I understand your um, your argument and I will agree with most of it. Uh, definitely, it's you can't expect that everything works the same way like that's the whole point uh so it definitely takes adjustment but I, I don't think the the comparison with um switching from windows to mac is uh is apt like i i think it's it's um it's very different and i think a lot yeah. of a lot of problems with using ipad as a a real work tool are just fundamental to what ipad is uh just to the fact that it's a small screen that you know all those things that I think we should discuss uh, in in the in, in in the future, like spend the whole episode on this, because that's that's an interesting fight. Uh, but I, I, what I will tell you is, I'm I'm definitely interested in um, in giving it a, a a real try, like a uh, you know treating it more seriously before than before, just because. Hardware is now super impressive, and software with iOS 11 also creates a lot of new possibilities uh, for it to to be useful uh, or, or productive.
1: I I still you know I still remember I mean all, the, all these moments when whenever I would um, show people how I use my iPad, and many people who who are like you programmers or like people who are really you know good with Macs and everything they are impressed when they see what I can do on the iPad. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and, yeah. And, <laughs> and they're like, you can pull this off and you can do this. So, um, again, it, readjustments, it's a it's different you know, different paradigm. It's, a, it's really a different paradigm. And you, you're right, the, the Windows Mac is not you know, that, that correct analogy here. Anyway, that's the thing. So, just wanted to say that, you know, it takes more than just... Uh, because, you know, a, a few of these articles were written like, you know... So my, uh, I had to leave, leave my Mac at home. So I decided, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave for vacation for a week with an iPad and do the same things. I'm like, yeah, right. This is a re- recipe for failure because you, ha- yeah, right. you, you haven't prepared your workflows yeah. for, for yeah. going with the iPad. You just expect that you are just pull out your I- iPad and you're just going to use it as a Mac. No, it's an iPad, not a Mac. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say.
0: Wow, you're really emotional about this.
1: Yeah, I am. Because, <laughs> you know... It's like you know. Uh, no,
0: no I, I understand. I understand.
1: You know, because when people tell you this can't be done, and they're like, "Duh, I'm doing this all the time." Mm-hmm. You're like, "Come on!" You know, it's like you know people telling you that something is not is not true, and you know it's true for a fact because you right. you know right, right, right. you know it's you know that's why I'm emotional about it. But um, yeah.
0: All right, but but let's talk about real computers now. What, what do you think about the Mac uh, announcements on WWDC DC? I'm sorry, I had to I had to say that.
1: Yeah, uh, so uh, the Mac announcements. So first of all, kudos for doing iterative improvements on the Mac. Yeah. I mean yeah. it's just you know, there is new KB Lake, whatever Intel chipset and they just put it there because it's there. Yeah. Instead of saying, you know, we'll put it in three years. So really fantastic. I mean yeah. and, and
0: it used to be a norm, right? Like they they mm-hmm. used to upgrade every nine months or something. Like when there's new hardware, they just put it there. And it's a boring update and it's nothing to write big headlines about. But if you're in the market to buy a new Mac, you have a new Mac and not a Mac that, oh, maybe I have to wait six more months or maybe nine months or who knows how long until they actually put the latest and greatest hardware.
1: Yeah, I mean, just just last year, before the new MacBook Pro announcements, you were able to buy a three-year-old MacBook Pro for a price of a new one. So (laughs) this was ridiculous, you know, and and, and, and now they are doing iterative upgrades. So I think it's great. And... uh, I don't understand why they upgraded the the MacBook Air yet, but maybe because they just want to keep it because it's
0: cheap. Mm-hmm. But they shouldn't be selling it anyway. That's that's the only reason. Uh, I yep. like it. You, you can feel it's a seven-year-old design, but they they want to keep the the thousand-dollar price point. I, I think they have to keep the thousand-dollar price point. Like the the MacBook One, it's much more expensive and it's a it's a smaller screen. Like it's it's not yet a computer for everybody. It will be soon. But it's just like they have to make it cheaper and they're not willing to make it cheaper, sacrificing their own margins. So they'll keep selling this really old old stuff.
1: Yeah. So about these things, I think, um, I I mean, again, my personal opinion, but again, I'm not a business person in this sense. I'm a business person with Nosby. So here I can say whatever I want. But here with the selling hardware, I'm not. I don't don't know the margins. um, But for me, the fact that they are still selling the MacBook Air. Which mm-hmm. doesn't have a Retina display, and for me, selling any Mac without a Retina display, it's 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 a bummer. Selling the iMac, the, the without a without Retina display, the 21 inch, uh, for the again the entry price point, whatever thing, and the entry level iMacs with
0: Fusion drives. Oh, I just oh don't no! Wait 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 wait! No 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 no! The entry level iMac has a hard drive, no Fusion drive, just a hard drive. No. I think the hard they, drive?
1: they up upgraded the, the the specs. I think no. they right now they, they use no. fusion drives now. They, they were
0: very careful with the wording. They said that since now all of the four K iMacs start with a fusion drive. the the entry level iMac the five K iMac has a hard drive. No, 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 the, no, the, the five the five K no, but the entry level has no Retina screen, has no uh. SSD, not even as a fusion drive, and has like like cheap simple laptop level processor the entry-level iMac is embarrassing
1: again exactly my point so um but the retina uh iMacs they start with fusion drive right
0: yeah at least there's that
1: yeah but fusion drive come on i mean this fusion drive was like a hack to just you know i mean we should be using ssd all the time i mean so for like the you know the thing was Remember the times when the, the entry-level iPhone was 16 gigabytes? Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't like, I think, two or three years ago was that? So uh, we would Wait. tell our relatives... No, I, I,
0: I, th- I think even the 6S started with 16 gigabytes. It was really not a long time ago. You
1: see? So anyway, we would have to, sell to tell to our relatives if they wanted to have an iPhone. Get the iPhone, but not the shitty one you know, yeah. <laughs> don't get the 16 gigabyte I mean, because many would get it, you know, as an offer from their provider, like operator, like for one or whatever, so like for a cheap price but we would know that 16 gigabyte was, was, was going to be full in a second and wasn't going to be useful, but they kept selling it because they had to match the price point, point. and again, now with the IMAX, we still have to tell them, get an iMac, but not the shitty one you know, like we have to explain which kind of configuration they should choose. And and for me, I understand, you know, the economy, you know, the, the, the margins and whatever. But on the other hand, really, I mean, really, I don't know. I mean, again, maybe I'm too emotional about it. But I think, again, Apple, you know, my ideal Apple should be setting the bar higher and not really selling shitty devices to match. Yeah. A price range. I mean, really, if you buy an iMac without a retina display right now, with a hard drive, you're buying like a five-year-old computer or six-year-old computer yeah.
0: new. Apple shouldn't be selling bad computers. Like, it's it just... It's it's like nickel and diming and it, it just destroys their credibility and, and their, their brand when you get a computer if you're not technical enough to understand the difference. And you get this awesome computer from this awesome company and it's shit because it doesn't have an SSD. <laughs> it's like the and the, the the cheapest iMac, which is actually decent, okay, decent, is thirteen hundred dollars. Now Actually, no, 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 no. $1,400. That's with a Fusion drive. And now you want an SSD and 16 gigabytes of, of RAM. So you have the, the cheapest iMac, which is actually good. It costs $1,700. Now, I don't know. That seems kind of like a lot. Uh, SSDs are not that expensive anymore. And to sell uh, you know, the, the iMac for $1,100, which has neither retina display, no SSD, not even a Fusion Drive, and like the the, the, the cheapest, lowest level um, CPU is just embarrassing. Like you you are, you used to be able to to get a a pretty good for its time um, iMac for 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 not not much more for like twelve hundred dollars or something, and now you have this model which is relatively cheap for a Mac, but it's just no good at all. It's embarrassing
1: yeah exactly so my feelings my things are the same uh, i i am I'm just i mean they should be setting a bar you know pretty high there and and the entry level should be great already should be a yeah. good stuff yeah. and not uh it's okay ish you know i really the entry level should be should be better um yeah, but that's how it is um so anyway, our recommendation if you're getting the new imax uh I, of course get the retina one i mean really seriously get the retina one and Upgrade it to uh, sixteen gigabytes of RAM minimum, and get uh, the SSD drive. And if you need more space, you can get additional drive to for additional stuff if you really need it. But really get the SSD because like on a day-to-day thing, you're going to use the SSD. It's going to be so much better. It's just totally you know different kind of computing experience.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm surprised how how expensive Macs uh, have become uh, with, with with their pre- pricing strategy lately uh, because. Uh, really, you used to be able to get a a pretty good Mac for close to the lowest end of Macs, and they're still pretty expensive compared to PCs, but you decided to have a Mac, right? But now you have this, again, uh, cheapest good iMac is $1,700. If you want to buy a MacBook Pro, um, they used to sell the the previous generation for uh, $2,000, and then the the new ones are $2,400, and I would be sure that they would make them cheaper after a year. That's what they did with the previous generation. They started at twenty two hundred dollars, and then after a year, brought it down to two thousand. Makes sense, right? They, they they didn't do it. So we we got a spec bump. That's great. Uh, it's twenty percent faster, which is the same dif- in CPU speed, which is the same difference between my current Mac and the one from three years ago. <laughs> great. Yeah. But it's still twenty four hundred dollars, which is which is really expensive.
1: Yeah, totally. Anyway, so um, uh, and uh, the the new announcement of the iMac badass. So the the, <laughs> uh, the 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 that one is uh, it was really cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Darth Vader kind of thing. But yeah, uh, nothing I'm gonna buy. So and and I'm gonna I'm excited about. So uh, um, nothing from me there. But it looks great.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely not going to buy the iMac Pro either. Um, but it's it's it, it looks amazing. Uh, the specs sound impressive, um, and it you know at this point it it feels like an accent of of history because they it, it it seems like they reverted their their course they they were going to discontinue Mac Pro and just have this iMac Pro but they decided that actually you know pro's really like this this is great stuff for for some people but this isn't enough like they 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 need to be able to put like truly the best hardware available on the planet in the Mac and so they will make a Mac Pro probably next year and so they'll have this this model, this iMac Pro, which will fit in a very small niche uh, between, you know, not non Pro iMacs and a Mac Pro.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, especially you know, I think especially as you, as they discussed, I mean, some really professional school just don't want to have too many things in their office, and you know, having this additional you know base station or whatever, like it's you know the, the desktop thing, uh, they would go with the iMac Pro. Uh, yeah. and you know fully spec'd, you know, with lots of cores and whatever. Yeah, so um back to the iOS though. Um we got Siri. What do you mean? Siri for Nosby.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Um so they they added the option, um, they added the, the capability for us to implement Siri for Nosby. Uh, yeah. I, I think that I think that's the biggest deal for us for the next release of Nosby. Uh, there's a bunch of Mm -hmm. smaller things we want to do there's a bunch of things we could do like uh, there's uh, some really good improvements to the watch but we really don't have time unfortunately for this for now
1: yeah, I mean, this, 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 for me, the Siri thing was the, was, the, was the most important thing, because right now you have to do the hack, like you have to add a yeah, contact yeah. To your, you know, with your individual Nosby email, and then you just tell Siri to email this contact, and then through email, this you know, email will go, so go to Nosby and convert it to a task with the subject line of the email being the task and the, the body of the email being the comment to the task. So it is possible to use Siri with Nosby, but it's a hack and now yeah. uh, it will be um like more native so it uh, it's going to be just easier for the like, average user to actually use Siri with Nosby. so um i can't wait for you to implement this so uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm 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 waiting for this cuz this was like a big deal they haven't announced m- more integrations with Siri so actually they they gave us some love uh, yeah. which is uh, not um you know which is not expected so
0: Great. Yeah. Um from what I've heard, uh, this has been the num the number one requested uh domain for, for Siri. So that's why they implemented it. That that was indeed like the big haul. Because the it's it's like um they call it like one domain for lists and notes. So it's not just Nosby and our direct competitors and to do apps of all sorts, but also notes taking apps of all sorts. Um so th- okay. this is going to be a a big deal for for a lot of apps. Uh, and and for for some context the 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 thing here is that the Siri API doesn't give you full access to um the 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 transcript. You you can't just take what the user said and decide if this fits you. Like uh the system defines domains for say Right sharing Mm -hmm. or adding a note, adding a task, stuff like that, and you can hook into it. So this is great because once it works, uh, the system takes care of a lot of stuff for you. You have to do zero natural language processing. Uh, It works with all of the localizations for Siri. Uh, but, But the downside is that before Apple gave us this, we didn't have an option to do it at all.
1: Yeah. So, with current version of emailing you know through Siri, we have to do the parsing and it not always works and then with this, we will have just like ready ready you know things to to take care of and just add them to to nosby so yeah Siri with nosby for me it's a great gift that we get that we that we got uh, on wc
0: one uh, one more thing i'm I'm really excited about is all of the things again that are pretty much invisible uh to the users of ios directly uh, all of the Frameworks available for developers and all of the technology that they that they've introduced. So uh, what 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 I've I've been told is that a lot of teams at Apple or most teams at Apple uh, had up to fifty percent of their time to spend on whatever um, like refinements, performance work, stuff like that. Um, you know that, that that they wanted to. So there was like relatively small amount for most. Uh, iOS like um, most software uh, teams at Apple, there was re- relatively little work that they had to do to support like new hardware and, and, and stuff. So they could dedicate this time to improvements, refinements, stuff that just takes time, but is not super, um, uh, you know, that, that is not very very sexy. That 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 is not you know a thing that that's like a, a headline feature. So um, it's really cool that they they shipped their new file system which is like a really difficult, risky transition that's boring for everybody, but actually it, it, it will create a lot of great new possibilities. Um, they have Metal 2, which is like uh, a lot more performance for graphics and, and GPU computer, compute. They have Core ML, so they, they're, they're really pushing with machine learning, and they have a framework for that that's quite easy to use um and they have um they 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 went with uh with new video and 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 uh photocodex. so they they finally went on a crusade against jpeg which is like you know it's kind of overdue but like only yeah. apple could do this um right and, and now now my my hot take on on some of these um until very recently they've spoken nothing about machine learning about the VR, about AR, stuff like that. Like, like the whole industry was excited about it and Apple said nothing. Last year, they started building small building blocks for machine learning. They added some support for, uh, for neural networks in, the, um, in metal, so for execution on the GPU, and an accelerate framework, which is for low-level execution on the CPU. Now, this year, they built on top of those two things, CoreML, which allows you to, you know, just import trained, you know, machine-trained models and execute them on all of Apple devices. And on top of CoreML, they added this framework called Vision, which um, which does, well, Vision. It will, like... uh, see uh, all of the the shapes around you like all of the surfaces uh, it will recognize faces text will recognize a lot of things that's just in the field of vision of an iphone um, and i i um there's also like VR and AR stuff I'm, I'm not sure if that's partly based on vision or if, if it's totally separate but but like he, here's my cut take on on the ML and the vision stuff. What I think they're doing is they're building an autonomous car well it you know at, at this point it's it, it's pretty much like we've, a lot of people have been talking for a long time that apple is building a car probably an autonomous car but it's just like what a clever like this is such an apple thing to do to leverage what they already have to prepare technology for their next big thing and it's just like it's perfect like they have hundreds of millions of running devices uh for them to test for years and improve their things. Yeah, they improve their machine learning infrastructure to improve their um, you know machine learned vision infrastructure. So the recognition of everything from cameras, and like again hundreds of millions of devices. That's a lot of possibility for them to test it, to fine tune it for years, um, maybe um, to do some internal stuff with collecting data for their machine learning, and like like what a great way to kickstart. Uh, you know, say, three, five years down the road, a fully autonomous car, which will already have all of this infrastructure, uh, you know, perfected by then.
1: Yeah, I mean, mean, we've been always uh, thinking about Google, that Google has so many servers and so many server, such server capabilities that they can, you know, leverage that to learn new things and, you know, to really learn stuff. Uh, Apple is doing what Apple does best. They have so many devices and so many devices running the latest iOS. So uh, they, they they actually you know um, um, bragged about it that they have more than eighty percent people um, of people using iOS ten uh, right now. So so this way they can really learn these things and they can you know yeah. they they can leverage the machine learning with so many as you said so many millions of active iOS devices uh, out in the wild. So um, so we are yeah. actually by using iOS devices we we just joined Apple Lab
0: in in a way. <laughs> yeah I'm really curious about this like I'm really happy that they're taking this seriously because it, it seems pretty clear that machine learning is going to be increasingly more and more important and useful for more and more applications um, it, you know some of them it, it's not cl- clear like all of the use cases for machine learning but there's already many um, and for for years like Apple has been way behind on this they, they still are behind on this and um you know, it, it didn't seem like they're taking it seriously. They didn't have any public infrastructure for this. They didn't talk about this. And, th- th- you know, th- they, they also, like, they don't collect... Um, they don't have the advantage of collecting a lot of data. Like, Apple is all about, we're protecting our privacy. We don't collect... We don't store your data. Uh, which, you know, Google has so much user data to process for machine learning, among other things, right? Apple... Apple doesn't. Apple doesn't want to do that, which is great. And and now the whole con- controversy about it is that Apple is unable, is going to be unable to compete with the likes of Google or Amazon, even with stuff like this, with uh, autonomous cars, with machine learning, with 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 anything that requires a lot of data. And so I'm really curious to see how this plays out, and I hope it's going to play out well for Apple. Um, not just because I like what Apple does and I want to continue using their devices and them not being shit. But I also I also hope that they succeed with their strategy of we're going to protect your privacy, we're going to do end-to-end encryption, we're not going to collect your data and store it uh, in a, on our servers in a way that's accessible to us to process it because we protect your privacy. And still achieve great results with stuff like machine learning like if they if they can prove to the world that they they can actually be really good at this and compete with with Google uh, but still putting those restrictions around them I think that's going to be very impressive and very good for everybody and I hope others will then follow suit